What's up, guys? This is Chris, and we are back for another uh, rousing edition of the Half Gen Podcast. This is episode five. Hopefully much improved from episode four. Yeah, we were really, really tired. (laughs) From now on, we're recording podcasts on Saturday, not on Sunday. Yep. That was mistake. We made that mistake too many times. <laughs> Dude, this USB in my headset right now keeps disconnecting randomly and it's bugging the hell out of me because I'm not doing anything to it. Perfect. Oh my god, this is bothering the hell out of me. Well, um, good. You only have to do it for an hour. Wait, I'm confused <laughs> now though, guys, because <clears throat> isn't today Sunday or am I like lost in my days? No, did I fuck Sunday. up or should I be at uh, work? No, so quick introductions, <laughs> quick introductions. Ross is here and joining us for the first time is Nat, who I have dubbed the official uh, full-time graphic designer uh, of Half Gen. Now, I don't mean full-time as in he does that for us full-time. I mean full-time and that's all he does. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I just kind of exist. I float around, you know. Yeah. Like, hey, so, Nat, could you do something? That's, I'm like, that's, sure. what he, that's what he does. And I mean that in no disrespect. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's that's his contributions and they're very important because without him, we wouldn't even have a logo. Everything, yeah, true. Everything so true. that is designed on this site was designed by him. Oh, Appreciate man. It. This this first two minutes is already better than the entire fucking 35 minutes we had on the last podcast. You have no idea. <laughs> no, man. I've been hankering <laughs> to do a podcast since we stopped doing, like, the 8-Bit Drum Gamecast and the music podcast I was doing with my friend Ryan. Yeah, uh, mm. and, so and been, actually... I've like, hankering to do some podcasts lately. Yeah, nice. and, and, and that's what Nat uh, does on the side, too. He does um, his own uh, site and everything, 8-Bit Drum. Is that still up? That's still up, right? I mean, it's up, but nothing's been Not posted really on there in, like, yeah. eight months or something. Um, but that's a thing and that's what Nat's been doing. Um, and to answer your earlier question, um, Ross was here at my place last weekend and mm-hmm. we were out all day Saturday and then we were up late and then Sunday, this thing keeps connecting and disconnecting and it's driving me <laughs> insane. And well, at I, least you're the only one who can hear it. Listen, it's dead. And if I unplug it, then I won't hear you too. And it's driving me nuts. Do you want to take the um, chance to get some other headphones or something? Or? No, I, I, no, I don't have any others. <laughs> Um, so we were exhausted Sunday and that's when we decided to record our podcast after we ate mm-hmm. breakfast real bad. Cause I also get incredibly sleepy after eating. Well, I mean, for, to be honest or, or to be, uh, can't even think of the word. I, want to I don't even, there. I don't even know what you're trying to say. Either way, either. anything makes us <laughs> sleepy. That's true. Um, but yeah, so Nat's here for the first time and, yeah. um, I was supposed Welcome. to be here last week, or I think the week before that, but you messaged me while I was, like, at this, like, wing place, stuffing my yeah. face. <laughs> That's <laughs> a valid good reason. It was, good. it was really good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know what I realized, Ross? And I figured yeah. Nat would be the perfect opportunity to do this. Yeah. Is we never, I don't think we ever got into how any of us met. No. Yeah, how we, we, how we got this... Uh, you know, grouped together in the first place. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. I know, I mean, I obviously know how you and I met, but yeah. you and Nat, I'm I'm also not super clear on. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if anybody other than, you know, people we actually know, uh, know how we even met. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Uh, so, fun story. I don't story. know you guys met. Yeah, do, see, do, Nat doesn't know. There we go. Do you want me to take our story? Because that's the one story I do know. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, so the year I don't remember the year. What year? <laughs> I just remember middle school when it I was, was in middle school. It was the year Star Trek Legacy came. Two thousand six. Because remember, the year was, it was ten years oh, last yeah. year. 
Yeah, December. the year was 2006. I was... Um... Hold on, can I pause you real quick? Oh, please. I just realized we made Half Gen on almost the exact day of us being friends for 10 years. And it there just hit go. me. Like, I'd clap <laughs> oh my if, it God. Did, if it wouldn't... I, like, if it wouldn't sound horrible, I would clap for you guys right now. I appreciate that. I appreciate That's, that. We timed that well. I could do a little bit of snapping, little poetry snaps. There we go. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so, yeah, 2006. Um, one of my friends who I kind of grew up with, um, Xbox 360, was pretty new. We were super psyched about it. Uh, my friend got a Star Trek game, Legacy. Yep. And he was playing it online and well, found this. For oh, the record... Yep. Yeah. He friended me on Vegas. Oh, I thought it was all. I thought it no, started on Star Trek. It started on Vegas okay. because we Rainbow got Six into a Vegas match. One. The only reason I made contact with him again was because he played Star Trek Legacy, and I had it. I was like, "Oh my god, you have this! We should play." <laughs> the okay. the two people in the entire world who played that game. I'm glad you clarified that. Two. You said friended in Vegas. I was about to be like, that's kind of a baller <laughs> way to make friends. Rainbow he was like, yes, Star Trek, and he was walking down the strip in Vegas. He was like, Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. When you guys found well, out you both live in the Connecticut area. That would have been cool. Yeah, let's no, rewrite yeah, history. Well, it's actually <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. Um. So also reference. Um. I grew up in Kansas. And so that is where, where... Which is where the other friend also was. Yes. He knew yes. Ross personally. I I didn't meet Ross until 2009 face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I wasn't even really friends with this guy until kind of middle school and high school. We never had classes together or anything. So, um, but yeah, so we were going to be close friends and uh, we both got in 360s. And he was like, I met this guy online. Um, his name's Nightmare CV, and I friended him. And this was still in a time where neither him nor I had been like PC gamers, so online play was still relatively new for us. Um, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." And then I went over to his house a lot after school, and I, I think he either put me on the mic or I heard you through the TV or something. And I was like, "Wow, this guy seems nice." He sounds super annoying. Don't think I can be friends with this guy ever. <laughs> nope. Um, Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, my friend convinced me to get Vegas. So I got Vegas and started playing online and playing online with Chris more and more. And he was cool and I liked him. And we got cracked down for 360. Oh, God. And so uh, De- my friend didn't get that. It was just Chris and me. So we were playing that. Chris, Chris had played ahead uh, some and so he was m- more upgraded. I wanted to climb the agency tower with two-star agility. And he's, he said, well, he said, you can't do it. And I said, let me try. Let's see how high I can get. So I, I get pretty high. Kicks me off the top. Damn. Listen, listen. I didn't mean to <laughs> kick him off. I was just trying to be playful. Yeah, playful. And I tried to punch him. But the yep. game decided, nah, you can't have friends. <laughs> and so it did a roundhouse kick. It's yep. like, you know so, what's a good movie? <laughs> and I just like dropped my controller. I dropped my controller, and I'm just apologizing, like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And, and at that point, that was still early on enough to where I was not invested. <laughs> I was just playing with this guy, and I was like, "Maybe we'll be friends," but like, we're kind of just playing as strangers right now. Six months, stop talking to him. Six months, <laughs> he didn't talk to me. I was like, you know what? Ugh. Enough is enough. And then. <laughs> eventually came back and then we became good friends 
played Vegas too. Um, another fun story is when I was living with my parents in high school, I lived in the basement and they lived on the second floor. And um, one Wait. night during the summer, uh, I guess, okay. So I was going to say clarify because did you, they live on the second floor. There's a first yeah, floor in yeah. between and you lived in the basement? Right, right, right. Um, so when you go into the garage and you open the door into the house, you're immediately like, like on a landing with stairs up and stairs down. Okay, cool. That's so, what I was, that's was clear. Uh, that's what I was clarifying. I was like, no, oh. as, as soon as I said that, I thought, you know what? That kind of makes it sound like there's three floors, but there's only two floors. Okay, cool. Um, and so I was on the bottom, and my parents were on the top floor, and like three or four a.m. over the summer, Chris and I were playing something online, and I had the little tiny Xbox 360 wireless headset. And that thing was cool, except my ear was too big, so it hurt. <laughs> uh, but my parents came down. They're like, who is screaming? It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then Chris said something, and they're like, yeah, that. Who is that? I was like, oh, that's Chris. They're like, we literally heard him through the vent upstairs, <laughs> through my earpiece. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's Chris. He gets excited. He's a passionate listen, guy about games. Listen, I never said I was proud of my volume or my voice. I've learned with time to control it a little bit. But listen, my voice is awful in the sense that it carries. If I My gain on this Yeti is literally as low as possible. And I can still, at this volume, and I'm talking at a pretty reasonable volume, right? Yeah. Especially so. for me. I'm yeah. still causing spikes. <laughs> so my voice is just awful it is not meant to go my voice should not be played through a speaker <laughs> and i say that as you're listening to me <laughs> or not because you've learned that already <laughs> but uh but yeah and then we eventually played a lot more and my, my after after high school my friend kind of dropped off and started doing his own thing and gaming less so chris and i became a lot better friends and we visit each other all the time now in person and play stuff online, and we started the site together. So nice. it goes, goes to show, give people a second chance, Snap even if they're a dick. I'll clap it up. Well, hold on. Can I <laughs> can I say the ultimate thing? Like, Well, because everybody's yeah. knowing you came in. I'm, in. I'm a groomsman in his wedding. It's true. Yeah. That's how far I came. Nice. It's true. <laughs> and I'm the from... only one so far who hasn't pissed him off. <laughs> so far, yeah. <laughs> There's go. time. Let's hope, we got time. Let's hope Crackdown <laughs> 3 doesn't come oh, well, out. Well, at least of the, yeah, of, right? of, of, the, of the Connecticut group, I'm the only one. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if crack, if Crackdown 3 comes out before then. I, I, there might have to be a ban on playing that until the wedding's over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's our story. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so now, Nat and I is, is, is kind of a random story. Um, yeah. Because like, the only... Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, it's, oddly enough weird how we actually became friends because it was just like spurts of meeting here and there yeah so like the first year i went to pax with those gaming nerds with mark uh we went with um or malik forte met up with us and he's, yeah, who he's works a big for he's, bleacher report now he used to work for he, nerdist yeah he oh, works for awesome. bleacher report now yeah i thought he was somewhere else yeah like he's or he actually... might transition somewhere else i know he does game casting for Overwatch now, but I don't know if that's still through Bleacher Report Need, or. Needless to say, Malik turned out to be a pretty big deal, so that was pretty cool that I got to know mm -hmm. him. And he—he's still I'm friends with him on PS4, so mm -hmm. like he. I play games with him sometimes. He man, um, but... last time I saw him, he remembered me and everything. He was like, "Oh hey, what's up, man? Good to see you." 
You know, that'd be so weird like, if he didn't remember you because he was the one who introduced me to you. I know. Saying that you're <laughs> no, pretty some cool. Some people forget, and I'm, I guess I'm just unforgettable. <laughs> that, that, that's one word. That's one way to. I didn't say it was a good thing. <laughs> that was one. Uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't Malik pretty good friends with Mark too? Yeah, he's friends with Mark. I think they keep in touch still. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, getting past that, so Nat was there with a friend of his and they needed a place to crash because they were trying to buy a badge to PAX uh, mm-hmm. from somebody who just didn't need it anymore. Uh, so they're just trying to figure out how to get into PAX and Malik's like, hey, I know you guys got a room and everything. Do you mind if uh, my friends crash there? Excuse me. We're like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever. No mm-hmm. big deal. And so that's how I met Nat. And, you know, we were cool. Nat was cool. We talked and stuff. He took a couple pictures that we used because Nat had like, Nat was the photographer. That was what he was doing at the time. Um, I, oddly enough, I always end up in these like weird jobs that I just kind of like took interest <laughs> in. And then people are like, yeah, you, you got the tools. And I'm just like, I guess I do. Yeah, <laughs> like because funny enough, I met Malik at like this Vita like preview thing in New York City. And I just had my camera around my shoulder and he's just like, oh, could I have some of those pictures? And we became cool friends off of that. And oddly enough, the next time me and Malik hung out was on our way to PAX, which is like so random. It was just like, yo, you want to go to PAX? And I was like, <laughs> I could afford like a $20 bus trip to Boston Shore. And then me and my friend JP, oddly enough. We're trying to figure it out. And the reason why I bring that up, like JP, because it's not integral to the story, but it's integral to the next time me and Chris hang so, out, that JP does not yeah. remember Chris. So funny <laughs> enough, the next time I see Nat is at PAX the next year. Mm-hmm. We had kind of kept in touch. like We were friends on Facebook at the time, I think. And like, You're missing kinda... the big part. We played Minecraft together. Yeah, because I was streaming. was having a blast. And, yeah, he popped into my stream every once in a while. We talked on like Skype and stuff. But it wasn't like, you know, we weren't friends like we are now. Because uh, mm-hmm. now we keep in touch on pretty much the regular. Um, so I'm like, I tell him I'm going to PAX. He's like, yeah, I'm going this year. I got I got a pass in advance. I was like, good. So you're not having to buy one now, uh, you know, off of somebody. He's like, yeah, no, I'm coming prepared this year. So I'm driving up to PAX. And I was like, hey, are you getting off at the, or are you coming in through the bus? He's like, yeah. I said, I'll pick you up. So I drive by and I'm calling him. And he's on the phone with like, he's got three other dudes with him. And they're just walking down the street, and they don't notice that he's on the phone with me. And I'm like, they All think right. I'm on the phone with my mom, and I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm, gonna, dick. I'm like, I'm gonna pull up, and I'm like, oh, I see you. I'm gonna pull over and just hop in. He's like, All right, cool. So he hangs up the phone, and I pull over to the side. Nat sees me. I say I'm in, uh, I'm in a blue Focus. That's why I was driving at the time. He sees me pull over, and he's like, All right, cool. He comes in, just opens the door, and his friends are like, What? Yeah, like, I didn't tell him anything. I didn't say like, I'm getting in this car or anything. And like, I didn't tell no, Chris that in. I'm going to mess with them and didn't tell him. Yeah. I just told him, get in. <laughs> so he's like, get in. So they, they start slowly piling in the back. And uh, I'll save some of the comments that were made. But um, the funniest nah, one. They all got in the car. Chris starts driving. I was like, you niggas fucked up. I became friends <laughs> with you for four years just for this moment. Playing to murder all of you right now. And then he says that. And I was like, uh, it's all coming together now. And they're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so they're in the backseat freaking out. Like, who is this? What did and then I turn do and us? don't say anything to them and for like 15 just, minutes. We're just driving. The doors are locked. Forward. JP's like pulling on the handle like, how can I get out? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny and thing that, is JP met Chris and that's why it's so funny that he didn't yeah, remember. And he didn't remember me. And he's like, later, he's like, oh yeah, you're the dude I met at PAX last year. I was like, yeah. 
you could have avoided this whole situation if you just remembered. And he's like, oh, my bad, my bad. Sam's just sitting in the middle crying, like damn near borderline crying. And Raymond's just like, he's like, he doesn't know what to think because Raymond trusts one, me too much. One but of his he's friends, just like, one of his friends was like, I never thought I was going to see my family again. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sam. Sam was in the middle, just like crying, borderline. It was funny. But yeah, because me and Chris didn't even like speak, like we didn't like coordinate or anything. It was just perfect. Yeah, we we were just kind of sitting there, just like not acknowledging them and they're just back there like freaking out in this car and they realized oh no there's no escape <laughs> it's perfect because chris had his like child safety lock on too so they couldn't open the door if they wanted to it was like <laughs> it was perfect i think i left it on because of tj or something <laughs> <laughs> it was so perfect because jp's definitely the guy who would have opened your door and jumped out the car and rolled out oh yeah that's why it was like funny like Good old uh, I, I like. I wish I would have like was like recording or something or vlogging there, and it was perfect. Oh, and then after that, we came up with the nickname for JP, which was Franz, and then he just like like hates it. And whenever Chris sees JP, calls him Franz, JP like throws a mini like well, temper no, tantrum. I remember because we were a couple like when the PS4 came out. That was when mm -hmm. Nat and I started like talking more again, and uh, we were playing Battlefield. And he's like, "Yo, what up, Franz?" And he just kept talking. He's like, "Yo, don't call me that." And, like, so he's like, Chris, anytime you see JP, just call him Franz. I was like, all right, what up, Franz? And he's like, yo, don't call me that. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I get killed. Where were you, Franz? I thought you had my back. And he's like, my name isn't Franz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Not, yeah, JP. JP has the same name as me, which is Nathaniel, but people, you know, JP is JP because his last name is Jean Pierre. And he's like, we should come up with a new name for you, JP, that matches your last name better, a.k.a. France. Yeah. Because your, your last name sounds like it's from France, but you're like Haitian, so we call you France. And then he just didn't like it for whatever reason. We came up with a bunch of other names, too. He had no problems with any of them, but he had a problem with France. He's like, I don't care. Just don't call me France. And then. So, of course, that was the one that stuck. Of course. Yeah, so, that's story time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun fun story time. Because, yeah, like, Everybody oddly enough, today. me and Chris just kept, like, like meeting, like, aside from packs and, like, just, like, random situations. It was like, oh, Chris, like, whether it was gaming online or, like, the two times we met at packs and stuff. And it was just like... Cool. Yeah, it's it was just situations where like we just kept kind of like bumping into each other. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I happened to get on, and it's like, you know, I saw an email, and I was like, oh, Chris is streaming. Let me go say hi.' And then I happened to be playing like Minecraft, and he was like, "Oh, I've got Minecraft. Can I play? Yeah." And then we just gradually started talking, and then PS4 came out, and he's like, "Yo, did you get Battlefield? Yeah, let's play." <laughs> Oddly enough, I bumped into Mark more times in person because he comes out to New York for like New York Comic Con. Like when he was still in Connecticut. Yeah, because he And kept Mark yeah, never like, remembers yeah. me. Well, he, he remembers like he... You after the fact. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? And he just like looks at, like, last time I seen him was at, like, New York Comic Con, so I think, like, like two years ago now. He's like, he probably remembered JP, but he doesn't remember me because I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he just, like, like kind of walks away, like, who's this weird dude talking to me? And I'm in the press lounge, like, what's going on, man? Like, just trying to say what's up. And then he just, like, kind of scurries away. And I'm like, damn, just didn't remember me, dog. It's okay, yeah. I remember you. And the funny thing at that point, I was a writer on TGN for like a year at that yeah, point. Yeah, because Matt briefly wrote 
<laughs> Ross, you remember that. Nat briefly joined us on Those Gaming Nerds. And yeah, I think yeah. he just, because he told me, he mentioned that. And he's like, I felt bad. Because he's like, I, I know Nat. And I know what he sounds like. And he's like, but I just couldn't put the face to it. And he's like, so I was just like, who is this person talking to me? I don't know who they are. And he's like, and then he's like, afterward, I realized who it was. And I couldn't find him again. <laughs> he's like, so if no, you see him, tell him, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, story time! Yeah. That, was, that was a good way to enter the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. See, now they have like the lore that they could go back, like a couple hundred podcasts later, and figure out this. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd make it a good, like you know, like Rusatita's does, like the animated series. Yeah. Both of those would make like really good, like like animated sections. Oh yeah, you know? like the the RT Adventures thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the kicking you off the tower, like I just imagine oh, that yeah. like being really funny. And then you just, <laughs> just like six months go you by, no to Chris. A picture of Ross, and he's just like fuming, and he's just like by. Just like closes his laptop, throws his <laughs> Xbox like, out a window. <laughs> like six months on the calendar go by, explicitly says big red letters, no Chris. Day, yep. Days yep, without much. a Chris incident, hundred and eighty. <laughs> <laughs> this facility has gone hundred eighty days without contact. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so I guess we want to transition into what we've been playing. Yeah, yeah. Why not, uh, Nat? What have you been playing? Uh, I just recently got off of playing through all the Mass Effect series in preparation for Andromeda. Yeah, we talked about nice. that. And me ago. and Chris had like, yeah, like I think Monday or something, like or Sunday, we had a conversation about it. Like, and I was talking about how I don't think, like, in retrospect, I don't want to get in the conversation again because Chris got really passionate about it. About how Mass Effect Two out of context. I didn't disrespect Mass Effect Two. I said looking back as a whole. Oh, I hit my mic. No, my bad. You didn't. Looking back you as a whole. Didn't have the context, and I was upset with you. <laughs> no, I did. I prefaced it before, and then we started talking about stuff, and you forgot that I was talking about it in retrospect. I wish I had recorded the whole it series. because then I would have had proof. Nat's just like, yo, I don't think Mass Effect. I wish you did record it too. And I was like, what? No, I said I don't. I said looking <laughs> back, I don't think this like the whole series is told pretty well. No, it's and I was like. Not. I have a lot of problems with the way they went with the story, specifically in 2, even though I enjoyed 2 story the most. I just feel like, in the scheme of things, like, if you were, like, this is what really got Chris mad. I was like, in the scheme of, like, if you look back at Mass Effect series, you could go from 1 to 3, pretty much, and skip 2 without knowing the story, pretty much. Even though 2 is the best game, you could go from 1 to 3 without playing two because essentially 2 is like a detour. You go through this accurate. whole collector's thing and forget the Reapers. But then... I actually agree with you on that, but I think as a full game, two is the best. Two is the best full game. I mean, I get, I get why people think Mass Effect One has the the best story, and I don't disagree with them. I just think the way the story is told in two, and then when you add in the character stories, because two has the best characters, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was the best crew. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. All right. Listen, that fight was don't so worry bad. Like, because it only got worse from there in Mass Effect 3's ending. I mean, I'd already played 3 at this point going back to it, and the ending makes more sense now that I played all of them. But like I was talking to Chris, the ending is just really uneventful. Like, it's like it doesn't really do much for the story. Like, I feel like if they would have told the story, like, this is essentially what after arguing for like, like, hour oh, change. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> the conclusion me and Chris came up together was that the, like 
they just took a lot of like the least creative turns in the story. Like if they would have made it like the ending, like commit more and it was like, Hey, like what ending you chose could let into like Andromeda per se. Like it would have been better just like hitting on it. Like what we talked about, uh, yeah. but it was like, I, I was the way, the way the story is told is really weird. We've got to big debate about like the hero's journey and how they like keep resetting at points. And it's like weird. Mm-hmm. I was saying but, that they needed more, like, I think they needed to make more of a choice instead of, like, you know, A, B, C, very similar things, but, you know, vaguely... Different. Yeah, because none of the endings commit. I, I, just I like, was thinking oh, they should have hey. gone, like, a totally different direction. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, it turns out the Reapers are actually the good guys for some inexplicable reason. And just totally, like, blow your mind. And then just be like, yeah, so do you want to save humanity now? Or do you want to save future generations of humanity? And it's like, oh, shit, what do I do? You know, something yeah. with power and meaning. And then it's I like... I think they're trying to go for that more in Andromeda, especially from, like, the way the trailers are told. But, like... I think they already kind of like fucked up a bit, but yeah, it was like how cool it would have been if there was like a way, like, I don't feel like you should have fought the, whatever the, I can't remember the dude's name, the like Asian dude who's like helped Cerberus. I don't think you should have fought him where you did. I feel like you should have fought the loosest man there. And then somehow the loosest man was able to like synthesize properly anyway. And then, yeah. like, I feel like that would have been a better fight for, like, a final fight is you yeah. fighting him. Uh, also, in the that, end. Ran- that random ninja guy who worked for the. That's Asian what I was man. talking about. I don't yeah, feel like, like you should have like, fought him there. Like, it made no sense. He doesn't need to be in the game. No, he's like, what story significance does he have? Well, that's what I was talking to Chris. Like, I feel like it makes no sense because you're going through the whole story at this point in time with massively strong alien races. If you had the DLC, you fought Protheans, you've seen all these people. But he's the only one who's super strong and fights with a fucking sword. Like, like at that yeah. point, don't you think there would have been a bunch of other people who fights with swords at this point? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like every Mass Effect is strong in something and weak in something. Like, Mass Effect 1 is strong in a very balanced way. It does everything it does really well, except for the gameplay is, I would say, its weakness. Uh, combat gameplay. Combat I played is on PC and actually wasn't that bad on I, PC. Still, I think combat is definitely the weakness of Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 2 um, definitely improves on the characters uh, and how it tells their stories and stuff, but its weakness is context because it makes no sense in the grand scheme. Uh, Because like you said, if you take out Mass Effect 2, 1 doesn't suffer, 3 doesn't suffer. Uh, Even though a lot of cool things happen, and 3 is really strong in the tight gameplay, which I think that was the pinnacle of like how... I think if 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 Andromeda plays as well as three, then that game's gonna be you know that game's gonna play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but the story it was all about not over the, the place. It was sporadic. It had no consistency yeah. throughout. It had some of the most amazing moments, and like it, I think it had more like but they were like really moments we... than Mass Effect Two. And I feel like Mass Effect Two was just one of those after another. Three tried mm-hmm. to up the ante, but it was so inconsistent in how it did it. An inconsistency. It would just like throw you into like, yeah. But two, yeah, essentially, we came up with the. I still think it's probably one of my bullet favorite point that two was to introduce Cerberus. Like that's two's purpose. So like, show the significance of Cerberus. That's what like two's like accomplishment was in the grand scheme of the story. Yeah, but I. But yeah, Mass Effect, and I played Oxygen Not Included because I like. I'm gonna transition away from Mass Effect because I feel like we talk about Mass Effect. Forever. We gotta have a Mass Effect podcast right don't. now. <laughs> yeah, we could spoiler cast for the whole trilogy. Let's go. 
But yeah, uh, an oxygen not included, which is in alpha right now, and it's from the guys who made Don't Starve. It's like okay. a colony survival game, like RimWorld or something like that. But it's like 2D. It's kind of like set up like an ant farm. It's pretty cool. Huh. Nice. Annoyingly hard though. Like. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. That's all I've been playing. What about you, Ross? Oh man. <laughs> um. So. It's a good answer. Yeah, it's gonna be a running joke, but did not get that Gravity Rush two day one with. Didn't get that he actually done. texted me at one point this week and said, I'm definitely going to do it. Yep. And then I definitely Did didn't do it. 100% do it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Grad school has been kicking my butt. So um, I have played a little bit this weekend. I've played a little bit of a lot of stuff because um, I've been messing around with the Elgato. And I right before this podcast, I was able to actually have a recording with gameplay and commentary. And it worked. Yay. So that was cool. My... Definitely need to invest in a new mic because I hate the quality of this headset. Yeah, this isn't um, a mic you want to use long term. And then just a new mic will also help you with the podcast and stuff too. If I oh, can yeah. make a recommendation towards you guys for a relatively inexpensive, good quality mic, oh, Audio yeah. Technica AT2020, yeah. ATH2020 is a really good mic. I, That's I, what I'm using I'm right using now. I'm using the Yeti, the blue Yeti. I like the Yeti, but there's some, like, I have, I run into, like, because my other friend, Chris, who lives in Indianapolis, we run into so many problems with his Yeti. I've never had a problem like, with my Yeti. I can't wholeheartedly recommend it. Well, like, this mic is pretty much plug and play, and it's just it's like... It's USB, right? It does what it wants. Yes, USB. Either like, one, Ross. All the changes are, like, well, internal. Are, I think this yeah. is a very streamlined like, process. I think, from what I understand, they're pretty interchangeable in quality. It's just brand preference or which one you can get cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. That's my next purchase. Also, if you're buying in a bundle, I think you can get the Yeti with like a bunch of stuff. Though, like, I think you get like a Yeti with an Elgato and some stuff through some like Amazon bundle things. Make sure to get a like. That's what Christian get bought. a get a pop filter when you do. They're cheap. Oh, yeah. You can get one yep. for like eight bucks on Amazon, and then yeah. get. I would recommend something like what I have, like the arm stand. Uh, I actually mm. just moved mine back to the front of my desk, so now I can talk more directly into it. Whereas before, I had it behind my desk and over my monitor. Um, what what arms do you have? Like a scissor stand? Yeah, I guess. That's what what it's scissor called. stand do you have? If you don't uh, mind me asking. Good question. I have to check on Amazon what the last one I ordered was. Look, if you don't know the brand, then you probably have one of the generic ones. The only reason probably. I'm asking is because I had one of the generic ones. And it just, I don't think it was worth the money. And I got it for like 30 bucks. So I eventually gave my like generic one to Raymond. And I bought a road one, which is like kind of pricey. It was like 100 bucks, but it's like super solid. I'm, I, I kind of thinking so about if I, if I keep getting more into like the recording and stuff, I might invest in something like that. Um, I wouldn't mind getting something that I could move a, with a little more flexibility. Because uh, this one mm. has room to work with and I've got it in a good position. But I think I might want a one that's a little bit bigger that I can play around with a little bit more. Yeah, Rode sells a bunch of them, but they get kind of pricey. Like, I think I have the cheapest one you could get that's not just, getting, like, a stick-on thing to the desk. I'm getting to that point, and desk. I don't want to do it. And even my chat's like, why don't you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking, mm. I'm almost getting to that point where I'm going to put on the donation thing on my stream and just be like, hey, I need to buy equipment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if people keep watching, and, like, 
you're not trying to buy, but they want you to improve your quality. I think that's a good option. Well, like I told them. Yeah, I... and if any of them have Amazon Prime, they could use their Twitch Prime, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they, also yeah. like, but um, because I want. Also, to... the road one is so like no headache. It's just like, hey, you could sit it on there, and it's pretty weighty, so it doesn't like the mic isn't weighing it down, which is my problem with the other one. Like I had a pop filter and a mic on there, and just weighed it down instantly. And this does. This one does like, pretty okay with both of them on here. Yeah, I have, like, it's a couple of things, though. Like, I have a different uh, shock mount for mine that's kind of heavy, but it, like, it doesn't let the mic shake unless I, like, hit the whole stand. So, like, it's worth it. It's, like, no headache, but it was, like, more money than I, like, I could have definitely just kept using, like, kind of just, like, I don't know the word, just, like, kind of bootleg setup, but it would have been way more of a headache. So I spent Mm. the money to, like, have no headaches, I guess. Audio equipment. Yeah. Woo! Now we can have a full, like, 30-minute podcast about audio equipment. Mass Effect (laughs) audio equipment. Yep, Nat's going to leave that one up, and I'm going to (laughs) leave. But in terms of what I have been playing, kind of testing stuff out, uh, playing some virtual tennis on the Dreamcast, which I used to play with my brother all the time. Yeah. it's a super fun game. Um, also, some Crazy Taxi, which I just picked up. Um, and let's see, what else? Guardian Heroes for the Saturn, which is super fun. 2D, kind of beat them up like Castle Crashers, but instead of having that kind of 3D movement, there are three planes, kind of like mm-hmm. little big planet that you shift between the enemies are on. That's a lot of fun. Um, I want to do a co-op playthrough of that at some point. And then... Um, yeah, once I get audio equipment sorted out, and once I'm a little less busy with grad school stuff, I would love to start a Let's Play of a game I recently picked up for Dreamcast, which is Skies of Arcadia. Wait, that's not the one you which... wanted to do together, right? Okay. No, no. Um, Skies of Arcadia is like the quintessential RPG for the Dreamcast. I never played it back in the day. But I got it now, and I want to play it because I love JRPGs. So, but uh, so, so, yeah. So, do we all have Dreamcast now? Because Dreamcast is like my favorite system. No, but I did just get a Genesis. I don't want to talk Dreamcast. too much because we got a uh, thing. Ross, I have so much stuff. I have enough for my own video now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of there, and I also should... because I spent all this money, I can't buy new games right now. So like Horizon's gonna have to oh, wait. I already bought <laughs> like... Horizon in here. Um, yeah, one... I can't. Ugh. I'm thinking of actually doing be... one for me. We might just want to do that, Ross. One week do mine, yeah. and then one week do yours, and we just do them separately, and then upload mm, them. Ourselves. Like look back at like your retro games. Well, stuff? no, because we, we yeah. started a thing on uh, YouTube, which is live for anybody who doesn't already mm. know. Um, and so when we go out and buy like retro games, we have a video that we put up to show like what we got. And I'm sitting on mm-hmm. like a bunch of like over a dozen Genesis games now and a Sega Genesis itself, plus mm-hmm. like a couple other games I picked up here and there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I was with well, I was in the call with you when you were talking about buying the yeah yeah I I the, got it yeah the it came, Genesis it, off of yeah email. that was the one I bought it came in oh, yeah worse than yeah anything. but. But uh, but yeah, now Dreamcast is probably up there. It's one of my favorite systems. Oh, I was that's har- like heartbroken when that one. Dreamcast went under. might be the next one yeah. I get. 
If, if, if I, I highly recommend Dreamcast because I'm not, yeah. I'm not super well, interested in a lot of the cartridge systems just because I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan. Um, the games mm-hmm. I would collect on that, I wouldn't really play. I would just collect them, and I'm not really in it for the sake of collecting right now. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more inclined. The only two to, like I, older consoles. I feel like I would have been a Sega get. guy back in the day, anyway. So yeah, probably. Like. Dreamcast is good because like Power Stone and then there's what you call mm. it. I seen the article you posted about Fantasy Star the other day and I was like, I, like I was jumped in the comments immediately. I was like, Are we doing this? Because I'll I'll jump on it right now. I need to oh, go buy Fantasy Star again because I can't. That's oh, why I was saying like he sent yeah. me that and I'm like, please don't make me go and buy a Dreamcast. It's like I'll do it. I <laughs> like, I didn't say I'd like it, but I'll do it. <laughs> like the setup to actually get the Dreamcast back online is kind of pricey, but like all of the online games work again if you do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I, if we started like a 2017 Fantasy Star Online Let's Play on YouTube, I'd be down be, for it. I'd jump oh, on. Man. I'm so sad I missed that game back in the day. But it's uh, so much fun. Yeah, I I do kind of want to do that. So I think I think over the next few months, depending on money situation, really, um, I'd need to get a Dream Pie and then like a. Mm-hmm. T- so I guess I, I'm, I am officially but... the new game reviewer for Half Gen because Ross doesn't <laughs> Ross won't play any games in 2017 <laughs> except <laughs> he's got Yakuza that... Zero and that's it. That's his game of the year for 2017. Yep. That's his top one list. <laughs> it's pretty safe. I mean, my top my top ten games of 2017, not necessarily top ten games that came out in 2017. <laughs> that's pretty much how mine's is. This year I've been just playing older games like. And like weird games that are in like alpha and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We just need we need another we need another person to help with new games. Just because like I I will play new games obviously, but like it's just there's so much stuff I missed out on that I want to go back to. Like I would say I'd help out, but like I'm pretty much in the same boat as you right now. Like any new game I play is like a, just a game I missed. Bro, that's okay. And we the have... one new game I wanted to play was Persona, and it got delayed. Now, now, like, that's yep. what I would be playing we, we have right stuff now. Stuff in place for that. It's okay. You can write about anything. <laughs> but what I was going to say is if you guys want to do collection, like, I'm going to be, like, kind of moving soon. And if you guys need, like, I could show my retro game collection. Even though I used to have a pretty big GameCube one, I don't know where any of my GameCube games went. Like, I don't oh, know why. They just, like, all Oh, disappeared. that was the next one game- I needed. I need a GameCube with a GBA player. GameCube. I have GameCube a GameCube. Underrated. I just don't know where any of my games are. So I might just need to go buy GameCube games. Yeah, the next time I visit my parents, I just need to get the rest of my old systems I mean, back I don't them. know where my GameCube is. You never is bought the PS2, Ross. I know. I never did. So I can't start my Yakuza series playthrough until I, I get the PS2. For all my of my retro systems... Like, at least I think I still Man, have my GameCube. I wish if I, I, wish find I had it. remembered because we have like three PS2s here. I probably could have lo- could have loaned you one. <laughs> Dude, right. remember I have three. Like, it, this house has like three of every Sony console. <laughs> it's got like two PSPs. It's got a Vita somewhere. I know where the Vita is. Um, but, but I have a bad history with PlayStation ports. <laughs> really? They always break on me. Like I had like. After this, we got to get into like what Chris has been playing. But I like one day outside in front of my house, my neighbor threw a football to me, and I just tried to catch it. I caught it, but I fell, and I was like, "Oh, I caught it!" I pulled my my PSP out of my pocket, and it was like destroyed. Oh no! And I had it for maybe like three weeks at that point. You know what's funny though? Uh, kind of on topic of what you're talking about. I mean, obviously, physical damage is unavoidable. But have you noticed that this generation, 
we haven't had the issues with consoles breaking down like we have in the past, especially yeah, they're, last they're really year. Yeah, they really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, especially with how, <coughs> excuse me, with how rocky of a start Xbox One got off to, if they had hardware problems too. Well, oh, I mean, I know the man. disk drive was the one problem that a lot of, that the Xbox One was having at launch, but I feel I think yeah. they fixed it, like through software. Yeah, I think they did too. I remember when I went to a I local a like new used Xbox game place. One. I have any problems with it? Yeah, yeah. Um, my local game place growing up when the right when around the PS2 came out, like maybe a few months after, I went to like a retro game place next to my house, and they were like, "Do you have a PS2?" I was like, "Yeah." They're like, be careful because there's been reports of the like first run of PS2s catching on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, and I was with my dad. My dad was like, uh, is your PS2 caught on fire yet? And I was like, uh, no. It's like, keep an eye out on that. Don't want to burn the house down. Never hear it from your mother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. So next time I go home and I'm like driving. Uh, I have a Genesis there, I have a GameCube there, I have a PS2 there, I have, um, I think my original NES is there that I got way after the fact, um, but yeah, so. I have, like, a lot of retro consoles. I have, like, two Genesis, I have, like, a Genesis 1, mm-hmm. and I think a Genesis 3, but it's, like, unbranded, and uh, I have, okay. uh... What you call it? I just don't. I don't think I have a Saturn. Yeah, I don't have a Saturn. Yeah. I never got one. But like, oh, man. I have, I have pretty much every Sega console. I have. I don't have a Super Nintendo, but I have an NES. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris, I was so close when I was in Sudden Impact. I was. Allie was there with me, so I didn't do it because I knew she would have flipped out. I almost bought a Master System. He had like four of them there, and I was like, I'm really close. I'm so close. I'm gonna do it because then once I get the Master System, I'll have every Sega system besides like how much the, were they? A hundred bucks. I don't have a Master System either, but I have, yeah. I have every Nintendo. <laughs> I have every. I have every Nintendo console besides the Super Nintendo. Like mm-hmm. like handheld everything. I have every one. You have the micro. Yeah, I have oh, a micro. <laughs> I have everything. Um, but, um oh, yeah, actually so, I I don't have a Game Boy Pocket. I don't have a Game Boy Pocket. That's the only handheld I don't have. Yeah, like but I have any the, iteration of the three of the three D S there's only one that I mean, matters. And it's the SP. It's the only one you need to own. <laughs> actually SPs are cool, but I think the micro is like cooler. Uh, in my opinion, I, I never ever, I never got my hands on a micro. It was too small. For there my was hands. this guy when I was younger, and he was neighbors with uh, one of the kids I used to play with. And he heard us talking about video games one day, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Hey guys, check this out!" And he comes out with like this bin just full of stuff, and like he was just a collector, and he had like every console. He had the Game Boy Micro when it was like brand new. And he, like, showed it. He's like, you guys want to try it? I'm like, yeah, this is so cool. And, like, he's showing us all this stuff. It was really cool. And um, that was really the first and only time I ever handled a Game Boy Micro. I have my Game Boy Micro. Because then they just like, disappeared. I have one, but I don't know where the faceplate went for it. Mm-hmm. They had, like, interchangeable faceplates, and I don't know where the charger went. But I have one in my room. I like. Well, the charger, isn't it just, I, like, a micro USB? I don't think I so. I thought it was. Because remember, it was small. I'm gonna throw this out here right now. I mean, there's no charger for it. It uses the it uses like two double A's, oh. I think. I can't remember, but it's if I look for it, it's there. 
I'm going to throw this out. We have that hour limit, and we are at forty, almost 45 minutes. It's been a good podcast. <laughs> it has. It has. We, we, down the road, might need to find some solution to this limitation thing. Well, I mean, it's not really a limitation, per se. It just impacts the quality if we do much past now. Like, we can go just over an hour, but not much. Well, let's yeah. let's go into what you've been playing, yeah. Chris. Um, I played a lot of Dark Souls three this week because I finished You're yelling at us about playing old games. Dark Souls three came out <laughs> last old... year and has DLC guess... coming out next month. Irrelevant. Not at all, actually. <laughs> oh, irrelevant. <laughs> I finished the first DLC finally, which I'm gonna put something up for that. For the record, Ross. Um, <laughs> that's a new article series for the record, Ross, where Chris just yells at me about something. <laughs> like not finishing Titanfall two. That's gonna be a running joke that lasts. And forever. the walls have got ten feet taller. <laughs> um, I, I didn't even pick up Titanfall one or two. Dude, so. Two is really good, and you should pick it up. It's excellent. It's one of the best single player campaigns <laughs> you can. Play. Um, you could tell me that, but we all know that's not happening. <laughs> it's like dirt cheap right now. On the sale. <laughs> it's just like pleading. People need Please. to buy this game because I want Titanfall 3 because this game was awesome. Uh, anyway, avoiding the Titanfall rant, I played, uh, I finally finished the Ashes of Ariandel, um, which was fun, I guess. Um, long story short, I feel like the DLC isn't all that fun. The bosses were really good, but the enemies, they were just like mostly mobs and they weren't all especially tough individually there was like a couple enemies that were like really annoying to fight because they'd hit you just like seven times in a row like just really really Mm. fast enemies and i happen to be using a great axe so like they can really put me in like a stunlock situation and it's really annoying but it was just like a bunch of mob enemies It it was it was it was more annoyance than i feel like it was worth the two bosses were really good and I didn't really get a lot of very good gear, except for what I affectionately call the Skyrim set, uh, which I showed you, Ross. The the stuff mm-hmm. that made me look like a, a Viking. Um, yeah. That was really the best stuff I got from that. It wasn't a, a great DLC. It was okay. It was definitely more challenging than probably anything in the actual game, but not for the right reasons. Um... But it was, it was, it was okay. You know, uh, I beat it, so it's what it is. Mm. Um, I played more medieval. There's gonna be two more parts of that going up this week. I have to make nice. you those thumbnails, huh? I have to make you those thumbnails. thumbnails. I thought I was just using the same one over and over. No, I was gonna make you. I was gonna make you different ones for everyone. Cause they're not hard. I just need the. I just need to know when you upload the video, so I can take a screenshot and just like integrate it. And I have to move the logo because the lo- the medieval logo is behind the time code on the video, so you can't see it. Uh, and I, f- I should have remembered, but I forgot that tidbit. So I need to move oh, that I've just in been future using iterations of it. Over and over. I mean, you could keep doing that, or you can make it look nicer. Wow. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, that's more of a shot at me for not... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's not some skin off me, you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Anything I got else? two more episodes of that, and I played the Wildlands beta. That was a mistake. <laughs> I finished I finished Halo Wars 2. That was a mistake. 
Um, <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that because I seen a bunch of stuff on my like Facebook timeline about that. Oh, it's out, but I didn't hear anybody talking about them playing. Yeah, because it, so it's not like... done. Okay. The game is that sucks. It uh, is factually incomplete because they have the season pass, and so it's literally like you know how people joke. Oh, if you want the ending, you have to buy the DLC. Actually, true in Halo Wars Two. Awesome. And there will be a final say-up for that on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And it is not nice. It is <laughs> not nice. Ross has seen it. He can vouch. It is yep. not nice. Made me sad. Um, don't sad don't buy it. Halo Wars 2. That, like, honestly, it's, it's the first game of 2017 where I just say, you know what? Don't support this. I wanted Halo Wars 2. You should 2, make a list of don't buy games. Just, I, and, like, I didn't want what I got. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, you were, like, really excited the about game, it. I remember you being really upset when they didn't send you your code. Oh, yeah, for the first one? Yeah, and then that didn't even yeah. play all that well. I never even finished it. Uh, no, not even for the first one, for this one, because they were supposed to send it no, to no, you. No, 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 that was the like definitive a... edition. Okay, yeah, cool. I got that, and that didn't play very well on PC. I didn't like it, so I never finished it. But, like, just the mission structure was really boring. The gameplay was kind of boring. Um, the story was good, the cutscenes were good, and then there's literally no ending. Like, they, they yep, took sense. the Halo 2 book of, like, how to end a game, and they were like, we can do worse. So much worse. <laughs> and they succeeded. They made Frankenstein. Damn. And god damn it. And then they had the after credit scene, which, spoilers ahead, if you can call them that, because the game's still not done. So... Ross, are you ready? This is about to become a brief Halo Wars 2 spoiler cast. I'm going to take like less than five minutes. All right. So again, spoilers starting now. So the game starts off really cool. Serena is narrating the beginning of the AI from the first game. It's 28 years later. She offed herself. Uh, She took care of herself. She decommissioned herself. And so Cutter. So the AI committed suicide. Well, it had to, to follow the rules. Because AIs can only exist for seven years. Before they go rampant, like Cortana in Halo 5. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that worked out. Um, Please stop. So, so anyway, it was it was kind of sad because I had that connection. And then, like, Cutter comes through and they end up at the Ark. Okay. So somehow they got, and it's not explained, they got brought to the Ark. And they were like, yeah, something, a portal opened on this end and pulled us through. And it's like, okay, whatever. So they're at the Ark, and they get a UNSC transmission. But the encryption's new, and Cutter's like... And this part, I I say this, I actually really like this part. Cutter's like, you know, security would advance without us. And he's like, the fact that this is here means the UNSC is fighting. Hell, we might have won the war. And I'm like, yes, yes, this is really happening. And I was like getting so pumped, and I was like, yes! This awesome cutscene with Spartans happens, and... um. So, um, sorry, lost my train of thought. Um, so this awesome cutscene with Spartans happens, and, um, we meet Atriox, and there's this AI, and there's this research station that the portal to the Earth closed and stuff, and it, it, it but anyway. Hello? So, uh, yeah, have, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Oh my well. god. Sorry. Oh, awesome. My hey, you're back. Keeps trying to update and disconnecting repeatedly. So, 
I was going to say your audio just like deteriorated and then you went silent. No, it's okay. Like, no. We're recording from the Yeti. So the Microsoft podcast... is trying to get Chris Sorry, out of here. Uh, <laughs> they just came and tried to assassinate you. on their end doesn't impact the podcast at all. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So they go down to the Ark. There's the research station and whatever. It's great. Um, meet Atriox. He kind of sucks. His voice sucks. Apparently he's John DiMaggio, which is a complete waste of his talent um, because it doesn't sound anything like him. And... The game it plays, I actually compare it more to Dawn of War 2. I don't know if you ever played the multiplayer in Dawn of War 2, but that's how it kind of feels, because there's like boss fights in the levels and stuff. It's really weird, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Um, Anyway, like, the story goes through, and they're all like, oh, Atriox is this big, mean guy, and, you know, the Covenant almost got us, but they never came close. So the Spirit of Fire is like, I'll take those odds. So we're winning. And Anders is like, oh, so I know how I can get us home. Uh, the Ark keeps a almost complete halo on standby in the forge all the time. So she's like, we're going to finish it and we're going to disable the firing mechanism. And it's going to go, it has to go and replace one of the halos. So they're going to replace the first halo that the Master Chief destroyed by Reach. So that's their way of getting home, is they're going to follow that halo through through slip space and then make contact with Reach to get home. And I'm like, Mm. yes, this is exciting. And then, long story short, a bunch of boring missions go by. Um, You never fight Atriox at any point. And then... Wow, at really? any point <laughs> and then they build the oh. halo and they send it up and they're like oh my god we did it yay and then and, you know captain cutter's like all right anders let's stand by and get everybody on board and it's like uh actually captain we can't do that and she's going through the portal and she's like i'm sorry captain it should be just a few weeks before i can tell them where you are i'm sorry and so she goes through and the spirit of fire gets left behind on the ark with the Atriox, where they're entirely outmatched with a 30-plus-year-old ship against the latest and greatest in Covenant technology. So they're just in this overwhelming situation. They just pissed off Atriox to no end. And Cutter just like, well, we've got work to do until she gets back. I completely checked out of Halo after. And so, like, he so just I goes back and he's like, well, we've got work know. to do until she comes back. And I'm like... Okay, next you act. Played four. Atriox shows he's angry. They show a bunch of Covenant and credits roll. Hmm. Then I'm so I'm, I'm so confused. I don't know what is happening <laughs> exactly. Halo anymore. So then after the credits, Halo stops mid jump, and Anders is like, "I wonder why." She goes outside because that'll explain everything. A fucking guardian comes out of the ring. Oh, yeah, okay. and you know what? You saw the legendary ending for Halo 5, right? I feel uh, like yeah. that might be the ring that she took. Because mm. she is connected to the Guardians. Remember, Cortana? So I yeah. feel like that's the ring she took at the end of Halo 5. I feel like that's <sighs> how they're trying to bring it all together. But yeah, so the game still doesn't have an ending. Because the last we saw, Cutter's just like, well, we've still got more work to do. And that was it. And I was furious. And then... Kind of glad I checked After out the credit, the <laughs> credit ending thing, the game crashed. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you know, it's a well, good game that's complete. Uh, Jet Set Radio Future just had its uh, 15 year anniversary on Wednesday. 
Oh, wow. Really? It's been that long? Mm-hmm. I feel so old. Then that made me think, how long ago did Jet Set Radio come out? Longer than that. You guys. <laughs> I mean, do you, you guys could take a guess. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember how long ago you said Jet Set Radio Future came out. Fifteen. Thirty years, years ago. Was it? Was it? Was it ninety-eight? Uh, so eighteen, nineteen years ago. Actually, wasn't prepared for you to actually make an answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, luckily for you, I have the Wikipedia page right here because came out in 2000. Uh, yeah, 2000. So 17. That's not long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Future coming out so close to Jet Set Radio. Yeah. That was the yeah. original point I was going to go with. <laughs> I don't remember them coming out so close together. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't remember. I think I played Future. I'm not sure I ever played the original, to be honest. I mean, you have a Dreamcast now. You should play, you should play yeah. the original. Um, even though the original on the Dreamcast doesn't play, there's bugs. I would recommend you playing the PC version more. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that. But even though I, I I think you should play the Dreamcast one too because I think there's some sound there's some songs they took out of the PC version that are like mm-hmm. essential like those are like so good. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's actually story time and then what we've been playing and Halo Wars two spoilers. I'm just cast. so I angry. Wrap it up for us. Now. I'm just so <laughs> good. Angry. Let's wrap it up on anger. Halo Wars two. Oh my god! And I was streaming it and everybody in the chat was like, "No, that can't be it. There's got to be something." And then, like, everybody in the chat was like, oh, and then, like, I stormed out, and then everybody was like, I think it was, like, Jem who came on, and he was just like, oh, shit, Chris is dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God, what a what a goddamn disappointment. Damn. It was the most disastrous so, yeah. thing that could have happened. God. You don't know what's a dis... Like... I could say this, then we could wrap up. But you know what I'm going to do is I've got reignited talking to one of my coworkers, Nate, about it recently. I'm going to do a why. I don't know if it's going to be more aimed around Assassin's Creed or if it's going to be aimed around Ubisoft games. And I'm going to make a I'm going to do make a video. I don't know how I'm going to put it together, but I'm going to make something on why Ubisoft games suck. (laughs) You know what? When I was writing my Wildlands piece. Um, I considered mm-hmm. at one point, like I write about their storytelling and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and yeah, I sneezed awesome. and I was talking about it and I was going to say their general, like, I was going to say that the gameplay, I said the gameplay over, I was hoping the gameplay would overcome the storytelling, but I was going mm-hmm. to say that it would hopefully overcome Ubisoft's general weakness in storytelling. Uh, but I was like. I mean, Ubisoft's not all bad. Oh my god. I think you... Yep. No. Yeah, you guys can still hear me. This thing Mm -hmm. is driving me off the fucking wall. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this headset up. I'm gonna have TJ come fold it. Damn. (laughs) Okay. Well. Yeah. That's been episode five of those... Wow. I went Ah, back. You did it too now. I'm not the only one. Uh, this is episode this is yeah. episode five. You know, right? we almost have as many or podcasts okay. as those gaming nerds did. There we go. This has been episode five of the official Half Gen podcast. Thanks to Chris and Nat for being Especially here. Especially Nat for joining us for the first uh, time. Anytime. 
Nat. Yeah, Nat's going to have to join us regularly because that was a yeah. lot more fun than I when it's just Nat the two of us. I think Nat is going to be a regular <laughs> I mean, going forward. If you guys want random thoughts and random tidbits, I'm nice here job. for them. That's, awesome. that's like, that's my forte. Like, Ape <laughs> Drone Podcast was me throwing in random random bones into equations when people were having conversation. Yeah, no, I actually think this is probably <laughs> so. our best one yet. Well, thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, I, I, I wanted to, to get I wanted to get TJ too, <laughs> but TJ wasn't sure if he'd be available. Oh man, could you imagine all four of us? Yeah. I that's That'd be I great. need a drink for that. <laughs> so grab, um, is grab definitely the a limit, bottle though, of Jameson the, like, and podcast. sit down. This is gonna be a ride. Two parter. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, we will catch you all next week. Later guys. Take it easy, everybody. Later. Check out everything yeah. on half gen. There we go. You gotta, you gotta add a section for plugging yourself. <laughs> it's true. It's true. YouTube, Facebook, like us. What is a subscribe. podcast without plugs? Did we? Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. So I could stop right now. <laughs>